0: Welcome to That's Racist, a podcast where we look at some of the week's stories and ask, is that racist? My name's Ed Holland. I'm joined by my co-host and my friend, Ramon Williams. Hello, Ramon. How's it going, bro? Yeah, good, thanks. Good,
1: good, good. Good to be here.
0: Cool, cool. Let's get straight into it. Um, I'm going to ask you to just share the story that's caught your eye this week.
1: Yeah, totally. So I think something that caught my eye um, was a video that you sent to me, actually, of um, Tyson Fury. Um, listening to a Biggie, a Biggie Small song, um, and in a certain section of the song, where Biggie Small says the N word um, with full confidence, uh, Tyson Fury sings along. You know, so there's been a massive reaction on both sides of the fence um, from black and white people who are also on both sides of the fence. Um, as to whether or not that was appropriate and also as to whether or not it was indeed racist. Um, so that's that's what I'd like to bring to the table first and foremost.
0: And Tyson Fury has uh, apologised, hasn't he? He has. He's, he he's has. made a, f- a formal apology. I just, I'll add that. We'll talk about that a bit later. But
1: mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, so I think ultimately you've got two camps when it comes to the N-word. You've got the... One side of the camp that says yeah the word has been redeemed um and it now doesn't carry that same negative connotation but it's actually used as a term of endearment towards a fellow black person um and on the other side it is you know vehemently abhorred as that word which um was used along with other you know contraptions and, and mechanisms to enslave us mentally, um, emotionally, psychologically, um, along with, of course, the physical enslavement of, of the shackles and the chains. So, um, I waver between two, both camps, if I'm totally honest with you. Uh, I stand firm with the camp that says that this word is abhorrent, it's evil, and there can be no light no good that could come from the word uh, and at the same time i contradict myself and say that i'd be a hypocrite to say that words cannot be redeemed um in society and if you were
0: if you're li- if you're listening
1: to that song would you sing along personally i don't use the n-word so um i don't sing along to music that that has the N word in it and if the N word comes up i don't sing along to it personally as and that's as a black individual um but I, of course, I know I have other friends and family who, who would, you know. So I've heard it said from certain friends from the white community or people in, in media, you know, well, that's not fair. Like, if you're going to use the word, I want to use the word. And it's like, well, I'll tell you what's not fair. Slavery, you know, imperialism, um, you know, segregation. That's not, that's, that wasn't fair. And, and that word was, you know, at the forefront of all of those regimes. So if there's anyone that's going to have a say as to what happens with that word, I think it's something which should be deliberated within the black community. Um, Yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are on this.
0: First of all, I think when we look at the story, Tyson Fury, he's a public figure. Mm. And he slipped up a bit because he's on video and he said it and he's decided to put that video out. Yeah. Uh, And maybe he didn't realize that that would be such a big thing or maybe he, you know, he's not stupid. He's quite clever Mm. and he is coming up to fight. He's going to fight uh, wilder again and he's supposed to fight Anthony Joshua. Yeah. And when I first saw it, I thought maybe it was a bit of trying to get them into, to to pull them in a bit. Um, You know, Mm -hmm.
1: Um,
0: after seeing the apology, I I think he is a sincere person, whether you agree with him or not. Mm. I think he, he's a truthful person. And if he's saying he's sorry, I think that he actually means that. Yeah. Um, I appreciate
1: appreciate an apology any day of the week. You know, I think that if someone has made a genuine mistake, they, you know, we we owe it to that person to give them a chance to redeem themselves, to rectify, you know, to right the wrong, to to apologize and to, to come out and,
0: you know, admit their wrongdoing. So, what happens when someone does something in the past, uh, whether it's three three weeks ago, three years ago, mm. ten years ago, and people drag it up because now we're living in a, a time where you can drag up stuff from Twitter or whatever it was yeah. from ten years ago, and the whole is
1: a, cancel is culture an apo-
0: is an apology enough? Is it is it enough to say I'm I realize this was wrong and I'm sorry mm-hmm. because? we teach our children to say to apologize. Yeah, and then yeah, we yeah, accept the apology. Yeah. But a lot of these people, uh, a lot of times, people are apologizing, and it's not being accepted. Do you think that's enough to, to just say sorry, or?
1: Um, I think it's a start. You know, I think that it's an it's a necessary start. And I think it's something which should be valued. At the same time, it is easy to just say sorry. You know, uh, I've seen it countless times you, you watch. You know you watch certain talk shows uh, on tv and people expressing very offensive views um and there's a massive outroar from the crowd or from society and then they you know they issue a public statement saying look i'm so sorry it is not my intention to offend and it's like well you're just saying that you know so i think that of course when you're in the spotlight it is hard to gauge who is genuine or what is genuine from you know from what isn't um i'd agree that that's tough but ultimately because we can't read everyone's minds and we can't get into everyone's hearts and truly you know see where they're coming from i think that ultimately an apology is the foundation um for any change you know
0: um i feel like him personally Tyson fury i don't think he says anything he doesn't want to say Mm. so i think I think he is genuine in his apology. Mm-hmm. It's worrying to see someone to use at this point, twenty twenty. Where I think most of us are conscious of yeah. that word being unacceptable. Yeah, absolutely. And to to sing along and to sing along on camera, very, and then um, and
1: then post it. To me, yeah, like that's that's what kind of makes me feel like I'm not really buying the whole. It was unintentional. I didn't mean to offend mm-hmm. anybody. It's like, like me you know, okay, let's say he doesn't have any black people in his life, you know, he doesn't have any black friends, he doesn't have any black, you know, family members or, you know, black acquaintances, how many boxers has he fought that have been black, you know, so just for that basis alone, he's coming into contact with people, you know, is his, his, his peers, people that he's sparring with, people that he's fighting in the ring, Um, just knowing the culture knowing what's happening especially right now um, with racial um you know dialogues being as, as as kind of at the forefront as they are right now to like you say sing along to a song like that to record yourself to watch the video back and then still share it i'm not buying that unintentional vibes i'm sorry and i kind of feel like if it was kind of a way to get at Wilder and and Anthony and trying to create, like, a bit of a publicity thing. Like, that is real sad, you know, to use um, a word that is so offensive to the black community. Again, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that's what he did, but if that is the case, it's really, really, really concerning and really low of, of, you know, would be really low of him to do that. Um, So I, I hope... I hope that's not the case
0: in his apology he he said that he knows what it feels like because he's a gypsy so he gets people being mean to him all the time Mm. and he knows how it feels to be ostracized and Mm -hmm. so yeah do you think that's valid valid to say that or do you think he could never know what it's like i think it's fair to relate um gypsies do get a bad rap in yeah england anyway
1: i can look at my wife's struggle being a, a female uh, and her experience of sexism in this world, and I can say, you know what, I can relate because I, I have, you know, experienced inequality as as a black person. But I can never truly know what it's like to be a woman in this world, right? I've never had that experience as a, as a, as a as a man, so I can relate, but it's it's not accurate to say this is it's the same. And I think often when people play the card of Look, I know what it's like because they're kind of trying to come from the the vibe of it's the same as opposed to trying to relate. And I think people need to relate more as opposed to trying to equate their experience with, you know, our experience type thing.
0: The other thing is, as grime and stuffs taken over, yeah, that the the face of music is predominantly black in England. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Do I you agree. think there's a responsibility with artists now to watch what kind of words they use because they're, they're because they they know that the crowd will be white? Well, I I should imagine when Notorious B.I.G. was writing that song, he did not think about people in England, white people no. singing al- singing along. Yeah, whether it would have changed his lyrics or not, I doubt it, but. Do you think it's the responsibility of, of the people writing the music to change the, the lyrics if they don't want people to sing them? Or do you think that's an unfair thing to say? They should be able to... Artistic license, they should say what they want. I don't know if it's mm. just my the way I see things, but I don't see people using that word in their music. Mm. In the last maybe year, I feel like people aren't using it as much. I might sure. be completely wrong.
1: Yeah, I think it, it comes down to genre. It's a really good question that you're asking now. I think that... I think it shouldn't be done just because the consumer, you know, is, is, is white. Um, I think it should be done because it's the right thing to do. Um, I think also that when you look at the history of music, so if, I think by and large, we're, we're talking about hip hop and genres that were inspired or offshoots of hip hop. You think of garage and grime although they had their roots in in like jungle and dance um, culturally the, the, you know the topics that they talk about are mostly kind of related to like the street life and whatever which is quite similar to hip-hop where you you come across such language of the m-word okay um, historically when hip-hop was on the rise everything was offensive nothing was you know out of bounds so rappers could literally talk about white people offensively, gay people offensively, Asian people who it doesn't matter who you were, it would be offensive. But what happened is that the censorship of hip hop began where um, major record owners, uh, label owners um, prohibited their artists from um, using certain language. And, and all of these owners of these labels were white people, uh, by and large. And the only word, shock, <laughs> that they didn't censor from from hip-hop and a, and a lot of popular music was the N-word. And I do not think that that was by mistake. I actually think it was by design um, to continue to perpetuate that cycle of, of oppression, you know, and... and whilst I think that we're using this word now because it's cool and you know it's, it's, a, it's a term of endearment actually we're just continuing to keep us keep us keep each other down you know we're, we're still singing you know referring to each other as an m-word and we're sp- speaking about gambanging and speaking about you know albeit the situation that we're stuck in as opposed to aspirational things and moving on from that and better things in life so I think that artists are you're right I think people use it less way less than what they used used to I think as artists you know reflect on their lyrics and what they do I think it is essential to be aware of the history and then make a decision in context of that history so you sit down and you say actually this is what the n-word actually means I get what's happening in culture Personally, I am an artist, and I have never used the m word in my music, and I, I never will. Um, not because I have a lot of white fans, but because it's just not the right thing to do um, for me. So I don't know if you know people aren't using it nowadays because they feel more conscious and aware of that, um, or if there's more pressure from labels or, or society to kind of say, you know what, this isn't cool anymore um but um
0: yeah when i speak to black people i don't hear them use that word Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't think it's i mean it might be certain circles certain age groups people that are in a certain kind of music but in general i don't hear black people using that word you know i feel like it's it's been romanticized that that's what black people go around saying all the Mm -hmm. time i really don't think that's true at all yeah yeah it's it's more in context of music rather than anything
1: yeah, I, yeah, um, I'd agree. I think it is, it, it's a subgroup of, of people within the black community who, you, you're not going to go to a family, you know, sit down dinner and hear, you know, the grandmother using that word or the auntie using that word or the uncle, um, but perhaps the third generation uh, of, of younger people in the context of music or in the context of comedy and humour um, or in the context of a greeting, um you may hear that word um being used, you know. Um, but I think it is definitely a subgroup of people. It's it's definitely not the majority of, of, of black people, you know.
0: If I was to predict, I would say that over the next kind of five, ten years it is something that will fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be wrong, but I just feel like as people get more conscious about what we should and shouldn't be doing yeah. as a as a as a, a group of people in of you know t- together, I think it will be one of those things that people agree well it's probably not the best thing to to do, yeah I, I hope say. so,
1: I hope so personally um i I just again like I say, I always say this because I understand the argument because there's loads of words which we use today which once upon a time were offensive and they're now not offensive or they weren't offensive and they now are offensive so i and I, I'm a linguist also um and I understand that language does evolve and the meaning of words does change. Um, so we can't be ignorant to that. At the same time, I can't separate myself in the here and now from what I know that word means in the here and now. Um, it's not like we're talking about 2,000 years from now, where perhaps, you know, the, the word has completely lost all meaning. Um, but, with, you know, we're literally talking about when Queen Victoria reigned, You know. Um, slaves were owned, you know, the, the, the imperial, um, you know, Great Britain had that role uh, not that long ago. Um, you know, the 50s, you know, the 40s, the 60s, um, the kind of racism that was experienced on the streets, in schools, overtly, you know, um, from the top down. So it's just it's just not it's like it's not that long ago, you know. Like the wound, the wound hasn't healed, so it's too it's too early sure. to make jokes about it, you know. Mm.
0: So Tyson Fury saying the N word is it racist? Um, so I think that
1: you define racism ultimately, it's it's discriminating against someone based on the color of their skin. Um, you can also refer to it as a system of racism, um, and I think. If we look at that and we treat it as a mistake in that moment, he was too relaxed and he was too comfortable to say that word. I've I've got issues with him being like, you know, too comfortable just saying that word anyway. Um, but is he a racist? I, I wonder if that's too far, you know? I, I think maybe that's not, not fair to, to, to kind of say that because of the context of a song. He wasn't referring to another person. He wasn't directing at another person. He wasn't saying that I think black people are, you know, the N word. Um, he was singing along to a song. So I think to take it to the extent to say that he was being racist or he is a racist, I think that's too far also. I, I, I wouldn't agree with that.
0: Yeah, what I about agree. you? I think, uh, Yeah. I agree. I think it's racist to say the word and I think it's, it is, a it is racist to use it flippantly yeah. and not not realize that you know that's a bad thing to kind of record yourself and and say i think it's one of those things where we you know we live in a world where we, we've been brought up to be racist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um it doesn't make you a a hardcore racist but uh I, I don't think it was a good idea yeah he apologized so we'll see yeah we'll, uh, you can see someone's character from if they repeatedly do something. So we'll see if he says some, anything else or. Precisely. You
1: know. Precisely. I agree. I agree. You know, you you know, people based on their, their actions, not just based on what they say, you know? Um, so we've seen something he's done. He's also acted to rectify that and apologize. And we, we see what happens. And I think that's how culture should be. Like, I'm not into cancel culture to where, you know, okay, let's just cancel Tyson Fury now. You know, let's write him off. There's no way he can ever be a good person again. That, to me, is not healthy, you know, because if that's the case, we should all be cancelled, you know, because we all, at some point in our life, have ignorant views or we say ignorant things and we're, we, we, we make, you know, big mistakes. But if we weren't given the chance to rectify those and to change and to grow and evolve and improve, we wouldn't be the great people that, you know, many of us are um, growing into today.
0: So yeah yeah and if he was here with you right now <laughs> what would, you, would you say that to his face <laughs> oh yeah for sure for sure you know
1: like i know he's a boxer and all <laughs> but he's you know he's not going to lump me for telling him the truth hopefully not you know he seems like but, a stand-up guy um i would tell him the truth i'd say i would tell him how i felt you know and how i feel um on right the
0: other side of the room yeah near the door yeah exactly but <laughs> And now Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. Who you are backing now? After this, do you, are you gonna? Do you think it's gonna become a thing now, where people side with Anthony Joshua and, um, and see him get beaten up? And, just
1: just because of what's happened with this, the, him saying the m word. Yeah, you, yeah. Maybe. You, you may have a select few people that will do that, but I think true true boxing fans are just gonna get on with it, aren't they? I think I don't think they're gonna kind of be swayed just by that. Um, personally, I've always been a, a an Anthony. Joshua fan anyway, so um, you know I haven't I haven't changed sides.
0: (laughs) We did we met him once as well, remember? So who Anthony Joshua? Yeah, I guess we're all we're all mates now. So yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) best of pals. (laughs) Um, okay, so here's my story. Uh, It's a few months old now, but I thought it was an interesting one still. Um, ex Labour MP Fiona Onasanya tweeted Kellogg's insinuating having a monkey on the box of Cocoa Pops was racist. She says so I was wondering why Rice Krispies have three white boys representing the brand and Cocoa Pops have a monkey. Uh, Kellogg's did deny being racist but um it's one of those things where I don't. You don't want to brush it off straight away. Mm. You, you know, everyone's kind of thinking it's a time where people are thinking more consciously about race and mm-hmm. trying to give people a voice. And so you, so I did think about it for a while, but I could, just could not get the connection mm. between Coco Pops and black people. Right? Have I missed something? Um. Yeah.
1: So I I don't understand. So Coco Pops, they've got a monkey, Rice Krispies, three white. I guess elves. Um I've never ne- I've never really associated cocoa pops with, with black people. Um, I don't
0: think anyone has. I think that's the that's the thing with this story is that I don't think anybody has ever made that connection before. Just I think she's the first person to to say this. Right. Um I mean
1: in my head if you know if on the cocoa pops they had a monkey and maybe a couple black kids. um, I might, I might, you know, kind of say, you know what, that's interesting that you've got two black kids sat at a table with a monkey. Is there something that's trying to be insinuated there? But again, I think you've got to still kind of read into it, you know, quite, quite a bit to kind of get to that, but Maybe there's something she knows that we don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think
0: Kellogg's argument was that they use animals on their on their packaging quite a lot. Mm. So if, if it's not a monkey, it's a tiger. If it, it's, yeah, Frosties. Uh, you know, yeah. Yes, there's a connection between uh, the history of racism and um, being called um, black people being called monkeys. Yes. Uh, but. Um, it reminds me a bit of the of when when I was younger and and they and we had blackboards at school and people started saying you couldn't use the word blackboard because it was offensive. Right. And 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 I feel like there's some validity in that because if you imagine you're the um, only black child or there's only a few black kids in the in the classroom and everyone else is white. Yeah. And every time the teacher t- says the word blackboard, people give you a, a dirty look. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I felt like there was genuine stories there where people were saying, "Hang on." The, although you might think it's ridiculous to not use the word blackboard, blackboard because that's what it's called. Mm. There are some, there are some uh, incidences where there has been a problem. Yeah, totally. You know, and 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 to, and to help those people out, we're going to stop saying it. I mean, it didn't because it, I think it wasn't a problem in the end because everyone started using whiteboards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but with this story, I just can't see it.
1: Yeah I'm struggling to see this
0: one. And and do you feel like when you hear these kind of things it, it actually takes away some of the, the, the validity to the genuine problems people are having?
1: I think it definitely acts as a distraction I think. So a lot of people will say that you know all of this talk about race is one big distraction from you know kind of organizing to kind of you know, actually make lasting change through voting and all the rest of it. I, I, you know, whatever. Um, but I think that these kinds of cases where people are trying to, you know, cry, you know, racism um, in scenarios that I don't know. I'm, I'm really struggling to see how this could be, could be racist. I, I've literally never associated cocoa pops with black people. Of course, like you mentioned. Um the the term monkey has been used towards black people since phew, the days of Darwin, you know. Um and, and Does that
0: mean you can't use you can't use monkeys for anything?
1: Well, this is the thing. There's there's one song um which says yeah, there's two versions. You got one version that says ten little babies jumping on the bed, one fell off and bumped his head. Um the other version is ten little monkeys jumping on the bed, one fell off and bumped his head. So I don't play the monkey version in in the house because at no point do I ever want my daughter to associate herself with a monkey because of the history, right? Um, And whilst she could be called a cheeky little monkey one day quite innocently by one of her peers in her class or I, I wouldn't accept that from an adult because you should know better, like... I don't ever want her to ever have to receive that and think it's okay because of the yeah. history, because of the history. And again, it's sad that because of the history, such an innocent term has to be so avoided by most people within our community. But ultimately, um, I've ed- you know, we educate her on the term and why it was used as an inoffensive way and why some people may still use it towards her in an offensive way so that she isn't naive um and doesn't end up getting you know really really hurt and offended by that ultimately it it may happen one day um
0: i guess like the pre like the previous story with tyson fury is one of those things where as a being a conscious adult you you should know yes it's not a good thing to say
1: yeah i agree i agree whether you mean
0: innocently or not
1: yeah especially as someone in in a public eye um, you know, I'm questioning the people around him as well, his agents and all the rest of it, they should, they should, they should know this. But yeah, as adults, we, we should be aware of this. However, you know, going back to the Cocoa Pops thing, um, again, I don't know if there's, 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 you know, further history there, you know, when, when these cereals were created and the branding for these cereals were created, was it, done at a time where there was a lot of racism and because we, you know we're familiar with you know the minstrel shows and and the images of black people being you know looking like monkeys and in cartoons and caricatures and and, and all over TV in you know the 40s and the 50s and, and you know going further back so I yeah. I don't know maybe maybe when they first released Coco pops it was a black boy. You know, and I'm I'm just supposing now, and I
0: think where I I read that the um the monkey was started to be used for Coca Pops in the eighties. Okay, so it was at a time where I I very much doubt they would they would be doing that because they want to sell the product.
1: Mm, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know without without knowing any more on on the, the the thing on the the actual you know what her reasons were. Did did she mention any reasons as to why? All,
0: I've got, all I read was the tweet. Right. So unless there's an article out there where she gives more of a reason, I'll, I'll have a look for it, but...
1: Yeah, it would seem to me that... I mean, just based on that, it, it's just a bit of a reach in the dark, you know, kind of yeah. trying to play the... Well, I don't want to say play the race card because I'm fed up with people telling me that but, I play the race card, but... but, but this time, yeah. this time,
0: maybe...
1: Yeah, this time maybe it's, it's playing the race card or maybe, maybe she's... And I wouldn't expect this to be the case or maybe she was mistaken as to, you know, what, what would constitute racism or not, you know, um, I don't know. I
0: so don't know. cocoa Pops, are they racist? Nah. You're not going to boycott cocoa Pops?
1: Nah, Cocoa Pops are nice too. So, nah, cocoa Pops can't be racist
0: okay and and I'm, got... yeah
1: I'm not, I'm not buying that from from We're the not actual coca pops yet no 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 absolutely not
0: okay cool cool wow well, i think that's that's all we've got time for today nice one well thanks for listening to that's racist a podcast where we looked at some of the week's stories and asked is that racist uh tyson fury saying the n word uh yes quite racist uh but Coca pops are completely fine
1: yeah nice talking man we'll talk soon
0: Yeah man, okay Alright,
1: cheers us in a bit